Hey, my friend, have you ever wondered how the diversity of your team can really be that secret weapon in your business? Well, in today's episode, we're about to find out. Hello, my friend, Crystal DeCuna here, and welcome back to the Leaders Listen Up podcast brought to you by The Inside View. Hey, if you're joining us for the first time, then welcome. And if you've been with us for a while, thank you so much for sticking with us. And you'll know that each week we share tools and techniques to help you design those epic customer and employee experiences, allowing you to increase sales, customer loyalty, customer service and retention, and really allow you to be that people's champion for your employees and for your customers. So thanks for tuning in. Let's dive into this week's episode. So today we're talking about diversity, equity, and inclusion. And my friend, it's more than just a buzzword. It's really your secret weapon in business. And so today we're going to really dive into the fact that it's not just a nice to have anymore. This is a non-negotiable. You can't just do that 30-minute training and think it's all done. It has to be embedded in your everyday practices. It's a must-have when it comes to designing epic employee and customer experiences. Here's the thing. What we know for sure is that a diverse team brings you multiple perspectives. And when you have multiple perspectives, you're able to catch things. You're able to be better equipped um, to understand not only your employees and your team, but your customers. And it'll really give you that playbook on how you can kind of write a winning strategy for success because you'll know how people are thinking and how people are perceiving your brand, uh, your service level, your product, you'll start to see how different types of people will experience your product in different ways, right? There's multiple dimensions of diversity. Um, and so it's it's not just a race or ethnicity or religion, like there's multiple dimensions. Um, and so we really start to get into this when you understand the value of what diversity, equity, inclusion uh, is like in your organization. And so let's start with talking a little bit about the cost. So what does this cost us, right? So let's get real with it because ignoring diversity, equity, and inclusion can really cost you a fortune. And it can cost you big time. And over the last three years, my friends, uh, in particular over the last three years, I've been teaching this for almost 10 years now. But personally, within my circle or, or people close to my circle, you know, have come to me and asked for help with this. And um, they've asked for help because nearly, I'd say over over half a dozen companies um, have been taken to court in the last few years. And, and it is, they're paying heavily financially for something that they really hadn't, some, some had not the right motive and intentions, but some, I think they, there was a bit of an unconsciousness there and it's, they've had to pay for it. And so I want you to really think about, you know, things that you might not think are challenging, uh, it can cost you if we're not financially cost you. But aside from the financial costs of it, it really can be turmoil and treacherous in an organization because there's a lack of sense of belonging. There's a lack of sense of appreciation and value and respect. And so companies that lack diversity are 35% less likely to have financial returns uh, above that, that average medium, that industry medium, right? And so there's something missing and we need to really make sure that we're paying attention to it, especially in small businesses. And so, you know, there's a couple of quick wins we can do. Now, we've talked about diversity, equity, and inclusion uh, multiple times. I've done free trainings on this. This is all over uh, LinkedIn. There, there's multiple, multiple ways to access this information and, and kind of get that low-hanging fruit. But if you haven't started yet, uh, and if this is your first episode you're listening to, um, then, you know, little things we can start with. Low-hanging fruit is making sure your, your job descriptions are gender neutral, perhaps making sure that you're celebrating a variety of holidays, not just 
just the the typical Christmases and Easter's and Thanksgivings, but really holidays that celebrate everybody in your organization and their religions and respecting their special days. Um, you could have open forums that create this space for open dialogue and employee resource groups where people can start to have conversations. Again, depending on the size of your organization, some might work and, and, and some might not be a good fit. But um, I know many of our listeners have already dove into a lot of this, and some of you may have already taken our certified training. The one thing that's different about the way we do training is uh, there's a couple different options. We've got diversity, uh, equity, and inclusion accelerator courses, which is like a four-hour course, uh, but then we we continue to stay with you for 12 months after. As well, our uh, two-day certification, you know, that gets deep. That's 16 hours of really diving into all the different dimensions of diversity. It is a certified program, but the beauty of that as well is that you're with me for 12 months after. We have a 90-minute call once a month for the next 12 months. So we're taking all the elements that we've learned in two solid days and we're reinforcing them with different examples, different case studies. And so it's not just kind of that checkbox, but it's something where the entire team's culture starts to change. And so it's a really, it's I'm trying to change that human behavior and those conscious and unconscious biases that we have. And so the the sustainability of the training is really important to, to me as a trainer, as a facilitator, uh, as a designer of, of these um, training programs. So in saying all that to you, um, I wanted to share a couple of things that you can start to do in your organization. We share a little bit of this, this in the training, but a lot of these I've actually customized uh, for organizations we're working with where we start to design uh, their diversity program. And so the first one, uh, I call it the diversity detective, and it's about assigning a team member each month to be that diversity detective, really responsible for identifying areas where the company can improve their efforts in diversity, equity, and inclusion. And so, you know, they present their findings at the end of the month, and then perhaps the rest of the team works on like problem solving that. You know, if money or time was no object, what would we do to mitigate that challenge or create a better experience for that person? Um, you know, what are some of the things? And then when you, you have this ideation session and you're able to really money your time, no object, come up with some really great ideas, nine times out of 10, you'll see that it doesn't cost a lot of money and it doesn't take a lot of time. It just takes intentionality, right? But a really great exercise to see. And one thing I'll say, if you do this exercise is keep in mind the dimensions of diversity. Again, not just focusing on race or religion or ethnicity uh, or even sexual orientation, but the multiple dimensions of diversity. So uh, abilities, disabilities, neurological challenges, um, socioeconomic challenges, right? So so really take a look at the multiple uh, dimensions. Age, age comes up often as well in, in larger organizations where there's uh, different age dynamics. So keep in mind, there's multiple ways that diversity can really be impacted. All right, the next one is called Inclusion Innovation Challenge. And this is where we host kind of that quarterly hackathon where we focus solely on generating diversity, equity, and inclusion solutions, right? And the winning idea gets maybe a small budget to start implementing and actioning this. What I like about this Inclusion Innovation Challenge is it's not an employee resource group that's doing this. So sometimes organizations have put together that, that diversity, equity, and inclusion committee, if you're that, that company, you know, kudos to you, you're in the step in the right direction. But a challenge like this is really great because 
you don't want that that committee to do it. You want the entire organization to do it, right? And so it's like, okay, let's come up with some solutions. And um, so you can do this in like an, an hour session. You can do this in a three-hour session. You can do this in a full day session. It all depends on the size of your organization. If you need help, just connect and I'm happy to, to help design something. But the idea here is to really make sure that that ideas are coming to life and that they're driven to get that budget so that they can start to implement it, right? So there's a little bit of a friendly competition happening there. All right, number three is the culture cookbook. Now, we did this with a couple organizations over the pandemic, and we're still doing it now um, in real life, and it's fantastic. And so it's this idea where everybody in the organization uh, brings a family recipe or a recipe from their heritage, or they could have made up the recipe, you know, of, of their favorite flavors and tastes. And so everybody brings it together. They submit their uh, recipe, and they create a cookbook out of this. Now, this... We did it, like I said, virtually, but it's it's developed such amazing like so one organization, they had a staff of I think their staff was about 30, 38, four, just under 40 people, maybe 35 people. Um, and so they had 35 or 38 uh recipes. But what they started to do is they started actually cooking one. So then we're now in year two. Every week, somebody's cooking something in that recipe book. And so uh, they're bringing it to work and they're tasting it and they're learning about culture and they're learning about each other. And it's just like, it's really cool. Really, it's it's grown to have legs of its own. So that's a fun one. And again, appealing to all the senses. We're talking about customer experience, employee experience. It's all about connecting to the senses, right? That sense of smell and taste and, and, and really allowing people to connect uh, with each other. Uh, walk a day in my shoes. This is number four. So this is where employees swap rules for a day uh, to understand the challenges and the privileges associated with different positions in the company. This was great in the construction world. When I worked uh, in the home building industry, this was fun. We did this quite often where, you know, people had an opportunity to kind of switch up roles and, and see how the other people did it, see what was needed. So uh, our sales team would sometimes spend some time with uh, construction or, you know, maybe, maybe not necessarily swap roles, but at least we were spending time and the construction team might understand, okay, this is what sales is going through on a Saturday or Sunday. We've got multiple people in our model homes. And and so we just started to develop this respect for different departments, right? Um, And so really a great way to to see if there's conflict or challenges within organizations, this is a great one for just communication in general, um, allowing them to see what's required, why we need you to do things a certain way, uh, because it impacts the customer experience, right? So in construction and sales, um, this was a really, really helpful one because the sales team understood why how important it was for the construction team to receive information at a certain time because they really understood the building process. Uh, vice versa, the construction team started to see how important it is uh, for them to be able to be flexible and adjustable because when a customer asks for something and they're paying for it, we have to be able to adjust and and they're willing to adjust. Um, and so we have to be willing to adjust, right? So it's just a really great way to create some mutual respect there within the organization. All right, my friends. So I hope a couple of these activities help to, to shift some of your perspectives and some of your biases. Um, because, you know, when you're thinking of diversity, equity, and inclusion, it, it really is a mindset, right? So whether you have conscious biases or unconscious biases, your life experiences shape these biases. And so the the activities I designed 
were to allow your team to kind of experience things a little bit different, when they experience a different type of food or when they experience a different role in the organization, their perspective is going to start to change a little. And when their life experiences and perspective change, their biases and their mindset starts to shift a little bit because what they knew to be true now might be adjusted or maybe it's confirmed. But that bias starts to adjust and be a little more open. And it's human nature, right? We need to be able to make sure that we're staying open to these things. All right, my friends, I hope you got some good nuggets there. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode. And hey, if diversity, equity, and inclusion, if you're ready to get on board, if you haven't already, go ahead and click the link. We've got a a link for our upcoming training session. We've got some fantastic, uh, we've really done some really good work in this space and I'm really proud of it. We've had the opportunity to train everywhere from government organizations to small businesses to organizations across the globe now when it comes to diversity, equity, inclusion. So uh, I'm really proud of the program, but you're welcome to take a look and see if it's a good fit for your team or let's hop in a call and we can chat about it. So my friends, thank you for listening to the Leaders Listen Up podcast today. I appreciate you being here. If you've got questions or comments, please go ahead and leave them below. Let me know. I'd be happy to answer your questions and perhaps design a podcast episode just for you and your team. So let us know, stay connected and tell us how we did. So my friends, in order for you to have that competitive edge, you have to remember to be able to give your team the tools they need to succeed. And diversity, equity, and inclusion, you know, not only is it going to help you to move things forward from an employee perspective and that team connection, but it allows you to start to attract a different market share as well. So growing those sales, growing that profitability because you're attracting a new type of client. So I look forward to sharing more about this topic with you in the coming weeks. Uh, It is definitely something near and dear to my heart. And so leaders, I wish you continued success. Go ahead, have a fantastic week ahead and always remember to listen up.